0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an indie record label. Thank you so much for for taking a few minutes to to, uh, listen in um, as we discuss the topic of what might be the best time of year to release a record. This is a fun topic. This is actually something that I love to talk about with our guests on the podcast. And I've I've chatted with this over the past few years years with other DIY artists and um, with people PR people, because I want to know, is there a, a good time? It's actually something I obsess over. Um, and I think, and I'm going to get into it a little bit, but I think it's because as a, as a music fan, as a music listener, I believe there are times of year that are better than others um, to listen to music or to, to be exposed to new music. Um, if you haven't already, I want you to go back and listen to the episode we did with Kay Stanley of Specialist Subject Records. They're based out of the UK, and this was an incredible interview. I had so much fun chatting with Kay. She has some really unique marketing initiatives and ideas we talked about a really cool thing about releasing a record when nobody else is releasing it I, I thought that was really interesting and it's something I want to try it got me thinking about um, what is the best when is the best time of year um, to release a record and what are the kind of things that we should think about I don't have the answer and and the funny thing is when I talk to everybody in the industry everyone contradicts each other and and everyone admits to to not having the answers. So I think it really is completely open to your own creative ideas of when you think it's best to release a new single or to release a new album. Um, I, I have three things that I do every single time I go to release a new album. These are, are my own little kind of internal checklists, and I'm going to share those with you today. Before I do... I'm going to break down, uh, I I want to bookend this with um, uh, uh, two things. The first is a preface saying ultimately it doesn't matter. The cream should hopefully rise to the top. So things happen for a record um, sometimes immediately, sometimes a month later or a year later or two years later. So ultimately this is not something you should stress about. I do think it's important to think about it. I don't think, I don't think we should be ignorant to it, but um, ultimately it, it really doesn't matter. Um, so don't stress about the release date too much. Um, and I think really that can be said for anything that we do. It it, it Ultimately, we don't need to get too crazy about it. But- part of trying to improve yourself and your business is doing little things. I've heard one time there's something called the compound theory, which is like all these little things stacked on top of each other. Basically it's like micro improvements for macro results. Um, and so, you know, that's something that I like to think about. Uh, I I don't think it's important to stress over the release date, but, um, I had this boss one time. He used to say this all the time. I thought it was funny. It's really stuck with me. It's, uh, Failing to plan is planning to fail. I don't know if I've ever said that on here before, but it's always stuck in my head. And so we don't need to stress about this, but it is good to think about it. And here are three things, these little checklists that I have in my head. The first one is I think about my own routine. I think about my own way of consuming music or discovering new music. I know it's anecdotal, but I I might represent the average music fan or the, the average uh, person that we might be trying to reach. Maybe I don't, maybe I represent a small group, but I just think about my own daily routine. And so when I'm thinking about a time of year to release, I personally try to avoid things like the summer or things like, uh, the Christmas holidays when I think about the Christmas holidays and if you're listening um up to date right now we are in the Christmas holiday season but when I think about the holidays I really I'm listening to a lot of Christmas music for one I'm not doing my regular patterns like I'm I'm going to you know events and and year-end parties and that and family uh, things and so I'm not Exposed to the same like playlists or blogs that I am or um, online as I do throughout the year. Of course, we're inundated with year-end lists at this time. So there's just things that I think about. I just think, you know, what in the month of December, I don't really uh, get new music. Um, I don't. To me, it's it's just not that time of the year. Same with like uh, holiday weekends in the summer and the spring. New Release Friday happens on a Friday, and it's something that. I've always, um, or recently since it came in, since it switched from Tuesday to Friday, uh, it's always bothered me. And and especially in the summer, as we come up on long weekends, if people are going away for like a three or, or five day weekend or four day weekend, I feel like if you release a new album on a holiday weekend on a Friday, and people are already driving up to the cottage or to the lake or whatever, uh, I feel like that's annoying. So this is something, I have this mental checklist. I'm like, when am I more predisposed to enjoy or discover a new record? For me, I think about the fall. I think of like that back to school era, like early September, middle of September, where people are kind of hunkered down back at their jobs, back into their regular routines. And I mean, this isn't rocket science, this is, Rocket. This isn't rocket science. I'm not familiar with that term, but um, it, the reality is, is that this is what TV studios do. I mean, that's when they kind of release new seasons of shows, and so it really aligns with uh, how a lot of people in the Western world consume entertainment. And so I like to think, well, you know what. September is here, October is here. Uh, it's when, you know, my music, I think, fits into the October, the fall sound. So I always like that season. Um, and here's here's a, um, oh, you know, I want to save this for the end. But anyway, that's kind of basically what I, how I kind of operate is I just think about the time of year, um, that I am most likely to enjoy and discover new music. And again, it's anecdotal, it's not important, but it's a tiny little thing that adds up. The second thing, and this is is much bigger and more important on my checklist is I, I look for major holidays. It seems like a no brainer, but a lot of people forget to do it. You just, Look at iCal and make sure you have the Canadian and American and British holidays and and whatever holidays are important to your your release or your country. And just make sure you're not releasing on a Friday that's like, um, you know, the Friday before a long weekend I try to avoid. Maybe there's some sort of like, maybe it's like 9-11 or something, you might want to avoid that day. There's just certain times, it's like, just check the calendar ahead of time. The other thing I do is I even put in local events and things that are relevant to my city. Uh, for example, we were about to announce this new EP this past September on a Friday, a certain Friday, and we had picked it back in May or June. And then the the artist was like, you know, that's the same day as that launches this big music festival in town. In this big music festival, everybody in our music community and the arts community is so distracted by this huge festival that announcing a new album and, and releasing a single on that Friday when the festival starts seems like kind of a dumb idea because we really wouldn't have the support or the engagement of of the local fans and and the local music community because they're so. Um, distracted. They're not at their computers or on their phones. They're out at the festival. So um, that was just something to keep in mind is, is when I'm going through my checklist of when to pick a, a release date, this is one of the things I do is I look at the local events and the national events and the international events on that day just to make sure I don't accidentally release something on New Year's Eve. The other thing I do, and this is kind of a weird thing, it's really hard, it's kind of somebody who has a lot of patience, but I try to think about a release date in a year in advance. Now, obviously that's crazy, we don't have a lot of time to do that, but sometimes uh, I've thought to myself, because I know that I run a record label and I do have to think of release dates, there are times like in early May or mid-May when it's just such a beautiful time of year here in Canada and North America. And a lot of people are in good spirits. It is like one of these like renewal seasons, you know, it's like January is like a renewal season. And so September, but also I feel like, I feel like May and, and entering the spring, finishing the school year is, is kind of a renewal season for a lot of people. And one time I was like just relaxing on a Friday in May and I was thinking, man, I wish I had something to release today because There's no holidays. It's just a great time of year to release some sort of like poppy or fresh new single or something. So that was something I did. I just basically like made a little note to myself that like, hey, this Friday in May is a great time to release a record. I actually did it about three or four years ago on October 19th. I was like, man... There is no holidays on either side of October 19th. This is a really good time. Everyone's hunkered down, studying for midterms. It's not Christmas, it's not summer. It's just in this great um, pumpkin spice latte era. And I just thought, this is a good time to release a record. And I had nothing. And so I made a note, finish a record or an EP for next October 19th. And sure enough, we released this record, John Thumb, on October 19th in 2017, I think. And then the year after I had my own record ready for October 18th. And so now, excuse me, now in my mind, I have these release dates picked out that they're great times of year. So, I mean, if you're in this for the long haul, it might be something to do is is kind of uh, planning out a year in ahead and just thinking about um, great days. I mean, this is just a checklist that I do. I wanna know if you, um, if anyone listening has a way of picking release dates. There's gotta be other ways out there. This is why I love talking about it so much with um, with labels. And like I said, if you listen to the latest episode with Specialist Subject, um, uh, Kay talks about some of her strategies. And remember at the beginning I said I wanted to bookend these three thoughts. And the last thing I wanna say is there are huge exceptions to the rule. And obviously I'm I'm saying, you know, pick a release day a year in ahead if you can, or think about how you listen to music or avoid holidays. There are these uh, things that I think are important that I like to consider, but ultimately there are some weird exceptions and you can try anything that works for you. Just go with your gut if you listen to our episode with with Specialist Subject, Kay messi- um, mentioned that she likes to try release something in December when, you know, nobody else is doing things. and And I think that is kind of an interesting thing. I've always avoided December, like I mentioned, but I think it's cool because it's a time when nobody else is releasing things. And like I mentioned in the episode... Spotify is like obligated and a lot of these platforms are obligated to have a new release section on Fridays. And so if nobody else or very few other people are releasing on that day, then you might have a better chance of getting featured uh, on one of those platforms. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. Of course, we're competing with year ends and Christmas stuff, but that was really interesting. I remember a couple years ago, I think I mentioned this in the podcast with Kay, but I remember Francis and the Lights releasing a, a full-length record just dropping it a couple days before New Year's Eve. And I was done listening to Christmas music after after. Christmas and before New Year's. And so it was like, there was like no new music happening until January. And all of a sudden this record comes out in like December 27th or 28th. And I listened to it for a couple of days because I had nothing else to listen to. And it was a great record, but I just thought that was a really interesting time right up before New Year's to drop something because everyone's at home, just relaxing at their parents' place or whatever um, and killing time. And I thought that was a, a great way. So there are exceptions to the rule. I'm not sure I would do that. I don't know if I, would throw away a record, um, in between Christmas and New Year's, but it's really interesting to think about these things and going back over all the expert advice that I've received from these labels that I've talked to. I mean, there is no consensus. There's no general consensus on when to release a record or a single. And I think that's cool. So, um, I just wanted to share with you my, my personal checklist. If you have your own checklist or, uh, rules that you've set for your label, let me know, uh, email me at podcast at other record and I'll share them with our community. We have a Facebook group. Uh, you can share them in there or, or as a comment in YouTube, I really would, uh, want to know some other things cause I want to get better at picking a release date. I do think it's important to consider a lot of factors. Um, and, and, and make sure you listen to the episode with Kay at Specialist Subjects. Um, I, think it's, I think it's really helpful. And speaking of helpful, if you're a longtime listener, thank you. You do know, uh, and you're probably getting tired of me saying, but uh, a, a couple of months ago, I put together this free guide for indie record labels. And, and, and if you haven't yet downloaded that, you can go to otherrecordlabels.com to get that. Thanks so much for listening.